This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Jimmy Stewart, professor of internal medicine and pediatrics at the University of Mississippi Medical Center. On the original Southern Remedy, we answer questions about all aspects of your health and share some of the latest medical information in the news. You can listen to the show on Wednesdays at 11 on MPB Think Radio, or you can subscribe to the podcast by searching for Southern Remedy on your preferred podcasting app. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with Pam Pibus, ASHI certified inspector at Inspect It Like a Girl and licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And yes, we're talking weather today because, boy, it is a weather day. It's weird. I woke up this morning, I turned on the news, and I thought, my gosh, is it 80-something today mm-hmm. in, in February? It's balmy. It's ridiculous. It yeah. And, yeah. and, and well, I guess you guys have it good because you get to Jeff, you get to get your your folks out there working because it doesn't seem to be raining. It's not raining, but when it's, you know, <clears throat> 30 and 40 mile an hour wind and you're picking up a piece of plywood to try to you know, <laughs> ah, yeah, put it true. on the roof. It's you, a little tricky. You, you may end up in the next mm-hmm. county. Right. So, uh, yeah, you, you don't know, want that job. Well, you know, but then the, the uptick is it is drying the ground out. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. So, um, uh, Pam, you and I were just discussing before the show. We we both had stories about shower heads for some reason this this week. I can tell you, my my wife came to me this week and said the the wands, you know, the wand on the shower head. You know, I have a a shower head that has sure. one of those that has sure. a second yeah, wand, a handheld. Yeah, the handheld. Yes. Mm-hmm. Both of the wands were leaking and it had no pressure. Hmm. Both of them. Well, I installed both of these things a few years back. Okay, both both shower heads I uh, installed brand new a few years back, and I thought that's weird that both of these things went wrong roughly let, around let the me, same time. Let me, let me guess; I can tell you what what happened. Go ahead and tell me what you. <laughs> um, it was a I'm gonna call it a calcium buildup, but there was there was trash in those lines, and it it wouldn't come out uh, of that little screen, so you had to you had to clean that. Uh, to let the water flow. Okay, Pam, you want to take a shot at it? Uh, that's what I was thinking is that the aerator got clogged. clogged. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it turns out, turns out both of the hoses that hooked to the wand had dry rotted ah. and lost, uh, lost, lost their uh, vacuum, basically. Okay. So it, it would it would try to come. It, it, there was no pressure behind it, anything like that. So so I went to the box store, uh, and you can do this at your local hardware store. And I'm telling you, I bought two of those hoses that go on the wand. They were six bucks a piece. Wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you bought a whole new shower head. No, but you just no. bought the... Six bucks a piece. I replaced both of the hose... Hoses, okay. yeah, everything worked perfect now. Okay, yeah. So for ten bucks, I fixed both bathrooms. Let me tell you, I'll tell you a home inspection horror story. Uh oh. <laughs> About those things, we and this has happened. You know, we've been doing this twenty years, and we <laughs> we test those things, mm-hmm. and it's amazing when you have the diverter. A lot of people don't use the handheld shower; they just use the shower, right. and they won't. And some of that, in all fairness, if you're vertically challenged, it's hard to reach up there and change. <laughs> it's true. The shower setting. And change yeah. the shower setting. So 
um, we will go in there and I have to get on my tippy toes and I'll reach up there and I'll turn that thing and son of a gun, if that hose doesn't disconnect just, and now you got yes. it, it's like a live wire yeah. in the shower because it is spraying water <laughs> everywhere. Right. I mean, it's just going nice. to town. Well, when you're hit with something like that, you know, we what do we do? We... We freeze or we fight or, or yeah, fight, fight or flight, fight or flight. Yeah. And I'm, st- you know, you're standing there and you're having a panic attack. And the first instinct mine is, is to try to grab the hose, which is that, of no value. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what, what you need to do is turn the water turn off. Turn the water off, right. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just directing the water. This is the so. reason home inspectors keep towels in their cars. That's and a truck, good point. Good point. Trucks, but I actually just uploaded a video on on our YouTube channel on changing a shower head and making it the a handheld. Oh, cool! A friend of mine wanted to do this. Now she's a tall glass of water because so she. I mean, she's tall, right? But what we did is we found at the big box store. It's a magnet. So instead of having to take the shower head and, and, and like feeding it and through feeding it into a sleeve into the hole. You yeah. stick it up in it and it just sticks right in place. I'm in love. I know. I, well, you can go and look at shower heads at the thing and it's like, man, they've got Bluetooth now and some lights and, and they, I mean, it's amazing. It's like light bulbs. You I know. just go I love in it. and there's just so many. And right. you just sit around and look at them. But yeah, she she chose what she wanted, and I said I will install it if you will do it. Help me do a video on it. So we right. just uploaded that one on Monday. So go Next to our YouTube channel. Up. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, Inspected Like a Girl YouTube channel. You can kind of see. And it, uh, listen, it was not a seamless process. <laughs> The next shower head I'm getting is going to have leather bucket seats. Yeah. It's, well, it's going to be awesome. You know, it was interesting. You know, uh, Kohler makes a a shower head that is actually a speaker. Yes, yes, yeah. I've seen this. Yeah, so you hook your Bluetooth, Bluetooth. Yeah. you know, to your phone, and and now you have music in, you the, got music. in the shower. Now I've you seen know, this. With, they also a have ton that. Of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they also have the Bluetooth shower that coincides with led lights inside the shower disco. head uh-huh. disco yeah so, so it's blinking uh, yeah. I, yeah uh-huh so yeah. now we we get some of that good java music going in there with the with the disco with the ball shower. Light. right that's, that's right but you what know what was interesting Jeff? And, then, and then and then let the hose come off and see and then, uh, now you got to watch Pam that's right trying running. to trying to grab the hose and so just turn the water off <laughs> you know what was interesting about this thing and i of course you know i'm a nerd so i'm reading the directions and it did not call for silicon tape really yeah hmm. That's yeah. the uh, focus for the thread it. tape. The thread yeah. tape, yeah. yeah. And wow. so it said because I'm gonna follow the directions, so I didn't use it late like a sieve. Sure. Yep. yep. And I okay because I bought the tape. I knew I was going to use the tape, and when mm-hmm. they said not to, and sure enough, when I put the tape on it, it was fine. But in the video, it shows me like having a really bad day because it <laughs> every time we turned it on, it was leaking. Well, I'm glad you left those cuts in there so we that did. we can all see that sometimes it doesn't work the first time. Well, and we talk about, you know, for those ladies who are taking on these projects, it is it takes a, a fair amount of strength mm-hmm. to unscrew the shower head. True. And so I'm showing, giving some tips and tricks on kind of how to do that. And I use painter's tape that I put around my piping so that I'm not scratching everything up so anyway you know they right. they they have a a pair of pliers 
that is actually rubber. On the uh, on the like claw part, on the yeah, on the pincher part, mm-hmm. just for that reason that you can do it on decorative uh, fixtures, huh. so you don't you know mar that. I didn't up. know that. I might yeah. have to go get me a pair of those. Yep. I, well, not that okay. I'm on. I don't do plumbing. <laughs> I hate plumbing. So maybe I won't get a pair of those. Right. All right. You Installing know what? the shower head is plumbing. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. That was just once. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, there's your disco, Jeff. I love it. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Jeff Sammons and and, uh, ASHI certified home inspector Pam Pivas. You can join the conversation this morning. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We're going to go straight to an email. Been trying to get to this one since last week. It's a little uh, difficult. Okay, I plan to have the yard that my house sits on reshaped for water drainage we're out in the country and can't call 811 to locate water pipes so i'm digging out some of the plumbing on the exterior of the house some but clearly not all of the original exterior plumbing was replaced in 1988 about 35 years ago with one exception everything i've encountered so far appears to be galvanized pipe and there's rust surrounding it all to maybe half an inch into the soil in every direction. That's, yeah. Yeah. He says, first of all. We don't use it anymore for a reason. (laughs) That's right. He says, first of all, is that normal? Yep. Yep. Unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Second of all, should I be looking to replace the exterior pipe? Please. Or is this a let sleeping dogs lie situation? No. Uh -uh. No, because think about it. Your water pressure is low. Mm -hmm. Uh, You're drinking all of that. Yeah, the particles on the inside is coming into mm -hmm. your steel Yeah, it's on the country. Probably well water is what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. But no, I would replace that. And too, just just plain OFYI, when you call um, 811, they don't locate water pipes anyway. So Ah. they're they're going to locate electrical. They're going to locate gas. They're, okay. they're, they're not going to locate water. Water. Okay. Yeah. There, right. there, there's no tracer on it. So oh. there's nothing for it to pick up. Right. So now, there's no metal line for it to magnetically find. or Right. And the reason we put the tracer wire on our gas pipe uh-huh. is so we can find it. So we can find it. We okay. can hook onto that tracer wire and we can find the pipe. Yeah. And the tracer wire will be a little yellow wire that's coming up out of the ground mm-hmm. onto your gas meter. That's, oh, okay. what, that's what that is. It's not connected to anything. It doesn't need to be connected to right. anything, but it's just a tracer wire. But, you know, in my neighborhood, they, there's an older home, and I'm going to guess this house is probably from the 50s. Mm-hmm. And they are replacing the supply line with uh, PEX. Yeah. So from oh, the, really? Yeah, from the street. From the street? Yeah, and I've been watching them. They dug the trench out and... Yeah, it's a, it's a great idea. It probably idea. had galvanized pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I've replaced it all in my house. I'm, yeah. I'm in. I'm a vintage '58. Yep. And I redid mine. Okay. All right. And and, and uh, I don't know this. And we've had some representatives from eight one one on before, but I didn't. I, I wonder how far out they do go. Have um, you guys ever experienced that? Like how they far they might go? Yeah, they'll go to the country. Willie? Sure. How far out? Have you, did you ever I mean, did you mark your, are, your place That is a statewide. 811 is statewide. Okay. So I uh, would try unless it. Unless I'm in, in uh, I'm 99 
Okay. Point nine percent sure that eight one one is going statewide in the state of Mississippi. I don't care where you live. Well, okay. and if they've had the experience where they said they wouldn't come, just mm-hmm. use your common sense. So if you're out in the country, you're not going to have municipal water or gas. It's probably a propane tank. Right. So you just want to. Use your common sense from where the meter comes up or the – what is that thing called, Jeff, that comes on, on propane that comes up right next to your house? Is that considered a meter? Cause the, oh, on natural gas? No, on propane. If you've got a tank, like – because in my place in the country, I've got a tank that's probably right. 50 feet Right, and then the line is a straight line from that propane from tank, the tank too <laughs> to the corner of my house where you see that. Um, like a little meter thing. So just uh, you want to locate all that stuff. All right. We have uh, I just heard the the voice of uh, Java and uh, Java. You, you, you were able to go look this up and Java's got us one better. Yeah, I was just going to say 811 is actually nationwide. So if you call 811 and you may be like on the line or, you know, out in the country. Right. And you're unsure, you know, it, it, it'll get you to where you need to be. Thanks, right, man. But, okay. but there, but there, are, there are no restrictions. It's, it's yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you call eight one one, and let's say you on the, you know, the outer parts of yeah. Mississippi, Louisiana. Sure, it'll get you to okay. whoever you need to get to. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm sitting here looking. The uh, the call center is actually in Pearl. Okay. So, all right. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that, Java. Let's go. Uh, let's go to the phone. Doctor John's waiting in Gulfport. What's up, Doctor John? Oh, good morning to you all. I have a uh, roof that uh, I'm going to be replacing or covering over, so I am putting solar panels after the job is done. I was told that you can put a roof right on top of the old roof, which is now it's not leaking, but I want to put this uh, three-tab architectural uh, shingles on there. And can they pros and cons about putting a roof on top of an older roof? You know, I'm going to... I'm not the pro, but we've had a couple of people say this. I'm going to say the one thing I remember from everyone. It's like putting an elephant on top of your house, right. a second roof on top of your house. It, it the is weight. Not, it is not worth the few dollars that you're going to save uh, by doing a, a roof over roof. I would never do that. No way. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was a practice years ago. Years ago, we did it, and we it, didn't think we just did it. They just did it, and now we've stopped but, doing that. Let me make a couple of suggestions, because I actually did some consulting work with a a group here in town that was putting solar on top of some apartment complexes. Mm-hmm. And the things you want to ask yourself is, the solar panel itself, how does it affect the warranty on the roof? And should you have roof damage... How much is it going to cost to move those panels in order to get the roof fixed? Those are because I'm kind of looking at some of the same stuff. I I, I agree with where you're going, but think about this for a second. Let's let's say that you had a a, a hail damage to to your roof and you had solar panels. Mm -hmm. Uh, Insurance's obligation is to remove the solar panels or replace them. So, right, I wouldn't let that stop me. Um, but but what I would do before I ever did a nail on over my existing roof, you really have to think think this thing through. That that house was designed for one roof, right? It was not designed for two. 
Yeah. <laughs> so that, your that, weight load. That one reason alone should tell you not to do it. Right. Well, and then if you if you put on two roofs and then add a solar panel, sure. right? Now, now we're yeah. really. Yeah, Stack I mean, how, how much weight are we going to put on this roof? And right. they look, you know, I saw that when I first started inspecting 20 years yeah. ago, and it looks like crap. I it mean, does. terrible. It does. it does. The way it lays, I just, I don't like it. And and let me make this suggestion, too, because I was thinking about this this morning. I just had a roof put on my house, is I did some upgrades, like I made sure they replaced every bit of flashing. And then I started seeing these bullet boots. Have you heard of that, Jeff? Is that the one with the metal? Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And so the roofs always leak at the flashing or the plumbing boot that's at, coming at up a, through. At a penetration. At a penetration. Typically is around, where your roof is going to leak. Yeah, on your – and so on. you've got this these vents coming up, and somebody came up with this idea of putting rubber up there. Well, you won't talk about dry rot. <laughs> they crack. Well, it, you know, it's amazing. Your your roof is a is a thirty forty year roof. Your roof boot is a five year is a five year boot. boot. So. and then you're replacing it. So I just upgraded to this bullet boot, which is all metal. It goes down over the top of the PVC pipe, but it is the vent, mm-hmm. and then it's perforated right at the roof line, so you can bend it to the um, whatever your pitch is on mm-hmm. your roof. Mm-hmm. And and I got up the other. Uh, I was on my roof this weekend. That was some of the projects that I, I don't recommend that, but I've got a low pitch, so I was up there. I've got to fix some siding, mm-hmm. and I was doing some stuff. And I just looked over at that new roof, and I was like, oh, I just love this. <laughs> and my bullet boots and you know people get thrills by different things and and i just i love my bullet so boots. so now i got a brand new roof and i went up there and i walked on i it. walked on right. it i know but you're a different kind of lady pam i know well the only way and i thought about that jeff you should see me i am walking so light up there because what they did is they tore off the part where my roof intersects my shop Yes. I told them to tear that off, and I wanted it flashed because it's always sure. been leaking. That's right. And, of course, they were going to charge me to put the siding back. And I said, no, we're going to throw that siding away. And I have taken, because I like old stuff, old wood, painted it on all six sides. Cut Well, I cut all the angles, mm-hmm. and I've been putting oh, nice. that up there. But I am so careful. <laughs> Yeah. Like a brand new roof. I don't well, want to on my it's asphalt. It's one thing for me to be up there walking, yeah. another for you to I don't be want, up there walking. I don't want you walking on my roof. That's right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, uh, a roofer should be closer to jockeys than wrestlers. Exactly. They yeah. really should. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they on really the lighter should. side. Uh-huh. Thanks, Dr. John. We appreciate the question. I guess the answer with the five-minute uh the explanation is no. No. Yeah, no. 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 It's, it's not. It's, there's, there's no advantage. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right, let's go to Nick and, uh, and, and Kibby. What's going on? Nick? Well, not too much. Uh, yes, can you hear me? Please? Yes, sir, I can. What's going on? Okay, well, I just had a comment. Y'all were talking about putting a speaker on the shower head. Yes, sir. That's a good. That's a good thing to do. But make sure you put some grab bars in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea. Uh, there you go. If you're going to be dancing in the shower, in the shower, get some grab bars. A little slippery, especially if you use that real expensive soap. Right, <laughs> it's real slippery. <laughs> I gotta figure out how to get a disco ball in there with lights and the whole night. Oh shoot, that's great! Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. 
This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with licensed contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks and ASHE certified home inspector Pam Pibus from Inspect It Like a Girl. You can join the conversation this morning. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Okay, Amy's on the line in St. Francisville, uh, Louisiana. What's going on, Amy? Yes, sir. I had a question about using a whole house dehumidifier because Louisiana is so humid and nasty and you can never really get it a dry, cool temperature. And I was wondering if y'all had any knowledge about that. Well, uh, for oh, okay. Your air conditioning is a whole home dehumidifier. That's one of its jobs. You guys right. want to take it? I, you know, Amy, first of all, I love me some St. Francisville. I mean, that's what an, yeah, that's an awesome little area down there. So thanks so much for calling <laughs> yes, from ma'am. there. Um, yes, I bet you do. You got some humidity down there. You win the yes. award. <laughs> <laughs> Does the yes, salt ma'am. come out of your sh- shakers? That was uh, the big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now the cool stuff, it doesn't come out at all. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, your air conditioning system is a dehumidi- is is a dehumidifier. And what I would do is begin there. So if you have um any leaks in your system, then it's not it's not able to work efficiently. Once you start adding components onto your system, now you've got maintenance issues that you have to deal with, and then you've got to make sure that they're put in correctly. Um, how old is your home? Uh, it's about, well, it was moved up from Bayou Sarah to stop it from flooding, so I'm going to say it's about 150 years old. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And are your uh, registers in your floor or your ceiling? In the ceiling. Okay. And where is your and, return? And I can tell they do. It, the return is outside. Uh, the return, I'm sorry, is this is odd, but the return is in the bathroom, which it shouldn't be. I know that, but that's the way that it was done. Uh, yeah, that's your problem right there. That is my problem. Yes, yeah, ma'am. yeah. Um, because every time you take a shower, you're just pushing yes. humidity into your system. Um, so rerouting is is something that people do. Uh, it's, yeah. it's not something that's impossible. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Rerouting the return. I mean, yeah. You, I would certainly look at tr- maybe trying to look at that um, because if you're pulling moist air in, we we're not supposed to have. And this is what's crazy about return air. I've seen return airs. At in the uh, right out right inside the garage door. Yeah. Well, yeah. E- every time you open that door, guess what you do? Right. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yes, so it sounds like it's the di- design of your system. Um, so I would want to talk to an HVAC person if they're suggesting, and be careful about whole home dehumidifier because. <laughs> You know, that's another paycheck. Um, right. And I think that I'm just, you know, summertime's coming and I'm getting desperate and just kind of grasping at straws. But um, but I think you're right about where the return area is. And just maybe rerouting it. I would, if I were going to spend my money on something, I would try to fix what you've got versus trying to add something else. Um, so I would look. I would look at return air. Another thing you can do is, can you get to where the return air is in the attic? Yes, ma'am. It's accessible. 
Yes, ma'am, it is. Okay. If you feel comfortable doing this, of course, be really careful walking around in your attic. You can get up there and literally cut off the insulation that is Uh on that return. Um, I actually have a client down in Brookhaven, and when I got up there and started looking, because they were having similar issues, they actually had uh, microbial growth on the inside of the house. And when I got up in the attic and cut the insulation off, there was this huge hole. (laughs) So every time the unit came on, it was just pulling air from the attic. I was like, no wonder you got problems. Yes, I'm going to, that's a great idea. I think I'm going to go with that, just have somebody come in and do a total you know, go through and look at the system good and tell me what I need to do. I would, and now's the time. You're really kind of on the edge. Um, I yes, always tell folks, yes. if you're going to get work done on your air conditioning system, do it in the winter time. It's yes. cheaper. You'll get better work because yes, it's ma'am. not it, – Asking somebody right. to work in 140 degrees is an unreasonable well, request. Yes. <laughs> right. Absolutely. I understand that, too. So that's what I'm trying to get my ducks in a row right now. So, yes, ma'am. And well, thank Amy, you for your advice. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, the home is 150 years old? Yeah. Right? It was about, yeah. It was Make sure up. your expectations are where they need to be as uh, far as. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. I, yeah. I yeah. got 150-year-old plumbing. I understand that. And right. I know that I'm not going to have it sealed off and it's not going to feel like the bank. You know, I mean, it's going <laughs> to have some leaks. So. Well, I good for them. you. I mean, it's a special kind of person that lives in these older homes. Oh, yes. You know, that's my heart. I love older houses. But you, you know, there's some there's some things that go along with that. <laughs> well, it was my husband's family's 200th anniversary at Grace Episcopal Church about three years ago. So oh, wow. Oh, wow. That is awesome. Wow. All right. Well, thank you very much, Amy. We appreciate it. Jeff just fell out of his chair. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Java, you said we just got an email here a second ago? Yeah, we got an email from um, Judy and Clinton. Um, It's really, really quick, so I'm I'm hoping we can help her out. Uh, It reads, we had water damage, and the restoration company replaced our floors with engineered wood that is thinner than the previous flooring. There are unsightly gaps at the bases of the door facings. Is there a fix for this? Better insulation? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody no. didn't have a jam saw. <laughs> well, no. See, it was it was it was already cut. The jams were see they 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 had a water loss. Oh, they I pulled, see. It's they, thinner. They pulled the old floor up. Mm-hmm. They they went with a with probably. And I'm guessing, don't beat me up for this, but probably a lesser grade floor. Uh, so now it's lower. The fix to this, uh, the real fix, is take that door trim off and install new new casing. Mm-hmm. Ah. That's the, I, 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 you don't want to hear that, but that is the fix. Right. Okay. Well, know? and let me give you a suggestion, too, if you want to do this, because my house rocks and rolls, okay? So every once in a while, I have those gaps, <laughs> and I didn't change anything. Right. So what I did is I went to the big box store, and I got, because it gets dusty and nasty mm-hmm. up underneath there. So I bought some backer rod, which is a foam tube, and you can get it in half inch, quarter inch, whatever. Right. And I cut it to length, and I put it in that gap 
to keep the dust and the nastiness. And it's foam, so whenever the house settles back, it just flattens it. And then whenever it moves, it comes back up. Now, it that's the cheapest thing you can do. It's 10 bucks at the big box store. Right. But if it if you really want the fix, then you've got to go with Jeff, and that's probably a two hundred dollar fix per door. Yeah, per door, <laughs> per door. plus paint. Uh huh. So yeah, that's Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Love so it. that is the fix. Backerod, ten bucks. Backerod, I've never heard of that before. What? Well, the problem is it's not going to look good. Yeah, I mean, because it's just your door trim is probably white and it's got a profile. Your backer rod looks like a it's a, gray. a piece of gray oh. circular um, foam. Okay, so, I know what that is. Now. Yeah, that's not going to look. I mean, yeah, it doesn't look. I mean, but you know, I'm, I the, gotcha. only one, I'm the only one looking down there. Right. Nobody else really. <laughs> Next time I come over, I'm, that's where the only place I'm going to oh, go. Right, right there, yeah. Down at the back of rod. Pam's got back of rod under. I can't believe that. All right, Eddie's on the line in Thaxton. What's going on, Eddie? Uh, hey. hey, you guys. I yeah, we're all right. How about you? Yeah, all right. I am uh, uh, debating uh, changing my uh, breaker box. I seem to have a problem that. Maybe too much is on the line, or it, my stuff cut off and on fresh in my oven. You know, I got a problem with that. When would you address uh, you have to change your breaker box or put in new uh, breaker switches? Uh, which one you think would be feasible? You know, that's such an awesome question, um, Eddie. How old is the box? Do you know? Well, I've been in the house over 15 years, and it was about uh, five years old when I moved in. So just 20 years. You know, I don't... It's not horrible. No, I don't think you need... It sounds like there's something else going on besides a changing the whole box out. I would look at the um, breakers. You might have a breaker that's gone bad, or you may also have, whenever things trip off, sometimes it's a short in the appliance. Well, that, and, you know, again, things have shelf lives. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So. But a breaker box, I mean, usually, I was going to say if it was over 30 years old, I would think about doing I had mine updated when I moved into yeah. my house. Um, but a 20-year-old breaker box, I just don't know that. I would go to that expense. I would I would start with the breakers or even the appliance itself. Yeah. And remember that you okay. have you have uh on some of the bigger appliances you have two phases and one can be lost. Uh Yeah, I have a problem with my uh, washer also that right. you, I had to unplug it and then plug it back up for it to act right. So I yeah. don't know and I'm I'm kind of Stuck in a way here. And then again, as me as you guys this, can you have too many outlets? I like, I think, in the house we got too many plugs and uh, over too much weight sure. on one line. Of or course. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and another thing, Eddie, to keep in mind, in newer construction, what they do on your outside panel is they put what we call the larger breakers. 
So you'll have normally you'll have a hundred amp shut off, and then you'll have something for your condensers. So usually a forty or thirty amp. Then you've got and our ovens. Yeah, our ovens will be outside. And the they're breakers usually will be outside. a thirty or forty. And mm-hmm. then your dryer sometimes yeah, will right. be in there. And then you'll go inside and you'll have your circuits, mm-hmm. which are for your bedrooms and and all all of that stuff. There's smaller wires. If the house was built to where your everything is in one panel, now you're going to start to have problems because if your air conditioner's running sure. and your dryer comes on. You're pulling too much at one time. That's why they normally separate those things. Um, Let me ask you one more question before you guys go. Uh, I'm having the same problem with my tub. I got a sauna tub, and I they got a plug up under the tub. And I, lately, I've been if I want to get the uh, circulation going, I got to uh, un- unplug that and run a cord to the. Uh, Plug up under the tub and get before they get to uh, run. Yeah, your GFI breakers pop. That's what I was just thinking. GFI, the the square one. You know what yeah. she's talking about? The square breaker, the GFI, the one that has the, oh, the test, outlet. It's yeah, got test a and reset thing on it. On it. Yeah, it, you know what, Eddie? It sounds to me like I'd have an electrician over yeah. there because it could be something too. From And I have some guests here in the studio with me today, and I remember one of the phone calls I got from Patty years ago was half her house wasn't working. Mm. And so I went over there, and I was I was stumped. This was a learning experience for me because half the house would not come on. That's right. You know what it was, Jeff? Yep, I know exactly uh-huh, what it was. They lost a leg. It, it was energy. Uh-huh, it was an energy It was energy a power issue. coming in, mm-hmm. um, which, is, which is more common than, than people realize. Uh, it, it happened to me about, uh, gosh, I don't know, 25 years ago. Huh. And and I did the same thing. I called my electrician. I said, what in the world's going on? Half my house. And he says, well, chances are it is energy power coming to your to your house. And I'm not beating up on energy. No, but it just happens. Just happen. And so you may want to start with the electric company and, get, and just ask them to come out and double check everything because if you've – and I call it you've lost a leg, yeah, you know, because right. it's a part of the thing that's coming in. It was such a it was a learning experience for me. I don't know that that's what's going on with you, but it sounds to me like it's a bigger issue than just a DIY. Yeah, if you're having to run extension cords from one place to another, then you've gone you've gone too far. Yeah, but I'm yeah, not sure then, placing and, the panel and, is what's going now, on. And then now now we're running extension cords. The next thing we're going to do is burn the house down. Is call our insurance company because now we've got a fire and just all kind of bad yeah, things. Yeah, when stuff is popping off, folks, don't just be turning it back on again. I mean, <laughs> no. it's, it's popping off. It's telling you it, something. It's a safety yeah. issue, right. and it's, it's telling you there is something wrong. It's time to go to the doctor. Yeah. In this case, something ain't right. have the doctor come to your house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eddie, I'd be making a phone call first so, to Energy uh, well, or to the power company and then to an electrician. Uh, well, thank you, guys. Uh, that seems to give me uh, some place to start, and uh, Thank you for the info. Thank you, yes. Eddie. Thanks, we appreciate Eddie. it. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons and home inspector Pam Pibus. And if you missed any of today's program, you can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app. Going to go to an email here, uh, here real quick. After a hurricane, 
I had my roof replaced with a roof that should last 25 years. Since then, I've had several leaks around the skylight. The roofing company has repaired each time, but new leaks arise. Do I just need to replace the skylight? If so, what type of company people are best qualified to do the work? Thank you, Meredith. You know, uh, the first contractor we had on the show here was a roofer, Dale. And he um, he was notorious for saying the hardest thing that roofers will do is a skylight. Is a skylight. Yeah. You know, and I have some experience with this. Um, I had a, a friend who called me because they were having the same thing. It was really? a brand new roof. And they put in these new skylights, blah, blah, blah. Well, come to find out, they started researching, and there was a recall on the skylight. Oh, no. It wasn't what nice. the river was doing. It was the design of the skylight uh, itself. Interesting. So I would look at a manufacturer warranty just to see if there's anything going on with that particular sure. skylight. Jeff, your experience? You know, there's – and I know we don't recommend stuff on the show, but there's right. only one skylight that I will – that I use. I'm, I'm okay with that. And, you can and it, say that. It's, it's, a, it's a V-Lux. I think it's the best skylight on the market. That's, uh, a, that's a brand? It is a brand. Oh, okay. Um, and, and what I like about them, I mean, a skylight's a skylight. Right. But their flashing kit is mm-hmm. is is kind of unique. Go. There you go. And it's mm-hmm. so it, what it sounds like. Um, it, that this was an insurance claim, and now I'm assuming a lot of this stuff sounds like they had an insurance claim. Yes, they 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 got a new roof. Uh-huh. The um, it, it, skylight was not covered under the claim. Homeowner didn't. Is that pay, is that typical? That is very typical. Okay. Okay. Homeowner probably didn't pay any extra. So right. they didn't do a new flashing kit, and that's that's where uh. their that's where your issue lies. Interesting. Now, I didn't know skylights were not covered. Well, it, it first of all, it has to be damaged. Insurance only pays for what is for damaged. what is damaged. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and the the skylight getting damaged would be somewhat rare. Right. Yeah. You know. So yeah, one in a million tree limbs. You know. In fact, yeah. it, most insurance companies will not replace roof boots. Huh. Because hail did not damage the didn't, roof boots. Exactly. And that's why I paid you, for the upgrade. You, they probably right. did not replace your roof boots under insurance. You probably had to pay out of pocket. Right. Yeah. I just paid for the upgrade. Well, of course. Wow. So, I was like, I just, I, because I, I didn't want to have to deal with it. that's what it sounds like. It sounds like we need a new skylight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But. All right. And, 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 and possibly an upgrade. Um, well, at least a new skylight and a good skylight. Right. Well, think about it, folks. I mean. You know, you can you can get the cheap stuff and mm-hmm. pay three times more because you're going to be fixing it all the yeah. time. Or you can just get the really good, you know, like I, I'm going to go back, Jeff, you may be interested in this. I'm going to go back. I upgraded my flat roof to TPO. Yep. What's Perfect. TPO? You can't say those words. Without what is, I don't know what the initials are, but it's a rubber. Yeah, it's a it's a uh, it's a single very ply thick rubber piece of rubber mm-hmm. that is mechanically um, fastened and and mechanically vulcanized together. Uh-huh. So by the time you get it on your roof, it is one sheet of rubber. Oh wow! And it's thick. And it's real thick. And uh, typically is expensive. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But if you have a flat roof, I don't know of a better 
solution to a flat roof. And this know, is the kind of roof they tell you not to walk on because you can damage it real no, easy. No, this one is, you know, you, you can't really damage this. Okay. <laughs> you know, you should not walk on your roof at all. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The rule of thumb, never walk uh, on yeah, it. Yeah, don't right. get Because every time you walk on it, you damage yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, you you have asphalt so, coming off, and then yikes. in my situation, one of the th- I've got a multi level, and I told the guys this. I said you always walk right here, and I'm going to have a leak. And sure enough, right? They put the new roof on, but they they would take that one path of least mm-hmm. resistance, and now I've got a leak there. So they'll then they're going to come back and fix it, but. Um, <laughs> we'll yeah. <go> it. <laughs> but that rubber roof, and, and keep this in mind too, is slippery. Ooh, and we were actually we got our company was hired by the government uh several years ago because they put tpo on several middle schools in jackson mm-hmm. and it was all white and we were up there in the summer and i'm really glad i had those sun, ski glasses yeah the sunglasses with the <clears throat> The mirror on it because it was bright, yeah. and, we, and we had to go around and make sure everything you know was done correctly and took uh-huh. a bunch of pictures. But I'm telling you, man, my eyes were watering by the end of that day because I think we did five or six schools in one day. Wow, <laughs> Mike is on the line, and Hernando's got a question about how to use a product. What product are we talking about here, Mike? Well, I know you guys don't endorse products, and I have to mention the name because they have television commercials that are just sound like God's gift to everything. Okay, cool. Go Flex for it. Seal. What Flex is it? Seal. Is that uh, stuff for re- Flex Seal? Yeah, 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 Flex yeah, yeah, yeah. A whole line of products, and I got a lot of projects around the house, and I'm afraid to use the stuff because I don't want to spend the money and discover, oh, crap, it doesn't work. I use Flex Seal. I've never had it. I mean, I've never I use it. I, I, I've never used it. I so love I it. Matter of fact, it. when I was doing my work yesterday on my roof, <laughs> between my siding and the roof, I'm going to put Flex Seal down and then come with the flashing on top of it. And right. the wonderful thing okay. about it is that the hotter it gets, the better it works because <laughs> it's it's really? it's kind of like a I don't know what. It's made of. I don't know, but I, I can tell you, Mike, I, I used it. I've used it in my house. I actually have a can of it right now because. Oh, you're spraying yours. Yes. Okay. Mine is a tape. Oh. I'm using yeah. the Flex tape. You can use the tape. You can use spray. They have both. Uh, and and uh, I, I've only used the tape one time. Now, it works mm-hmm. forever and for good. As far as I was concerned. Yeah. Let me tell you what Mm -hmm. I did with mine on the Flex Seal. I saw somebody talking about this, and I'm going to have this video up here one of these days. My deck boards were rotting. Uh Okay. So, and I was taking them up, and there's a reason that they rotted. I won't get into that. But I took the Flex Seal and cut it into strips Uh and put it on the framing and then put my boards down on top of it. What did that do? Well, it, it keeps that board from getting dry rotted, the framing. Oh, because it it well, diverts the water you, around like it. I'm, in, that's I'm, not in, a bad I'm idea. interested in the spray, but you say the spray is pretty good. It is, and uh, you'd be surprised. Uh, you know, you see it on the commercials and people putting it, you know, straight into the gutter to. to I wouldn't use it to fill yeah. a, you know a giant hole in the gutter, but but no. in the places where where you would think it might do really well in a crack, mm-hmm. it is it is right on. Yeah. It's perfect. And if you get the tape, it's very sticky. Yes. Like I said, forever. <laughs> yeah. Once you do it. It's very, it's very, very yeah. sticky. Yeah. 
be careful. Hey, well, listen, thank, thank you guys for your advice. I'm going to try it. I was just reluctant because, you know, you buy products often and it's, and it's nowhere near well, what call, they advertise. But call us, feels pretty good. Mike, call us back and let us know your, yeah. your thought, please. Because I'm actually thinking about using it. I've got a metal roof over my old shop, which I did mm-hmm. not have. It's a shop, so I didn't have it redone. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I've got a couple of leaks. So I was going to put some screws down in it, um, the the sealed screw, mm-hmm. you know, and then spray the flex on top of it because yep. you can't see up there. It'll work. It'll work. Oh, good idea. Good It'll idea. Well, All right, thank Mike. you guys. Y'all are the greatest. Thanks. If thank I you. find Thanks, out Mike. that you're employed by Flex Seal, I'm going to be upset. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing here, I have my neighbor has a tree. This is so you, Jeff. My neighbor has a tree that has limbs hanging over my roof. Its droppings are staining my roof and clogging my gutters. Should I ask them to cut it back or volunteer to share the cost of tree removal? Hmm. It's always an iffy subject. Now, this is how I'm going to treat a neighbor's tree that is over my property. Right. In 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 reality, I own the space above my. You know, right. that, that's my Property. space. Right. Okay. <laughs> right. If it's not, it's, it's my space. Right. I'm going to cut it. Okay. Now, I'm going to hire cut, somebody. Cut the limbs sure. that come yeah. over yeah, yours. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I'm going to talk I'm to not, the neighbor. Not, you know, yeah. And I had I had that and situation. I, I, I'm just going to tell them, hey, Bob, I'm, I got my guys coming over today. We're going to cut these limbs that are, you know, affecting my roof. Is that okay? And, and and Bob's gonna say sure, but if Bob says no, I'm still gonna do it because <laughs> because it's it's tearing up yeah. my asset. Right. I don't care if you give me permission or so, not. Right. I'm that Just out of courtesy, yeah. I'm gonna talk to. Yeah, can to I Bob. do that? Okay, I'm gonna do it anyway. All right, guys, that is awesome. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Liz Gill for Pam. And Jeff Simmons. I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for our Wednesday 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White, and join us next Wednesday at 9 for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Oh,